What's up, guys? Shit face sober. We're fucking out here, Jeff N. And Kyle. We got a guest. What's your name, man? Ned. Ned Pollock. Ned. Ooh, Ned. If, if you spell Ned backwards, it's Den. Den. I knew that. Did you do a lot, <laughs> a lot of drugs and dens? Huh? Did you do a lot of drugs and dens? I've done a lot of drugs everywhere. Oh, I love that answer. The well, car, the toilet, so you name it, man. I've yeah. actually, I've, I've heard about you like a fucking legend from it, Kyle. Yeah, he's a legend in St. Augustine for sure. And Others. also in my own mind. Yeah. How course. much sober time you have, Ned? Uh, uh, 36 years. Ooh, fucking shit. That's how many days I've been alive. Man. Damn, I know. I never got to see you uh, hammered or anything. That's probably a good thing. Yeah, you didn't miss anything. You know? <laughs> two, only two of my stepkids did. Herschel, his brother. Alec and my two other stepkids in it. Uh, you know, I was already sober when they were. Yeah. yeah. You could be our dad. You I know what I mean? Be. I'm his dad. Well, yeah. he kind of was growing up. You know, yeah. I was, uh, you know, best friends with his son and, and uh, always had the legend. You know, had restaurants and that was my mom's favorite restaurant. What'd you do Gypsy for Cab. work? I, uh, I'm a cook, a chef by trade, but I've only. I've owned my own restaurants since 1975. Jesus. That's yeah. like, what, 48 years of restauranting? Yeah, Athens, Ohio, and then came here. What kind of restaurant? Well, in Athens, it was Italian. When I came here, I had a little breakfast joint, and then I had the Gypsy Cab. I opened that in 83. And, uh, you know, that was just a lot of urban. I called it urban cuisine. You know, a lot of different kinds of food, a lot of Italian. That's an attic thing to do. You made it your own name. Yeah. <laughs> a friend of mine turned me on to that name. He did a lot of design work for me. Kurt Bowman, he's an incredible artist. Anyway, he, you know, he was doing my signage and stuff. And Wendy Tatter did, always did my signs and logos. But, it, you know, he said, it's urban cuisine, man, because you do a little bit of whatever. You brought, you're my age, you're brought up around Greek, Italian, Asian. Where's your accent from? Uh, North Jersey. Oh, I could tell. Yeah. So that's probably why you're sober. Is like you were working in restaurants, doing cocaine a lot, yeah. drinking beers at like midnight, 1 a.m., 5 a.m. I was a whiskey drinker. Oh, you drank whiskey. That's what I was, yeah. And then Coke, too. Yeah. Lots well, of Coke. Well, when you, when you started doing Coke, you get to drink another 10 hours a day, you know? Yeah. <laughs> it's like super size. Right. They, I don't know why, you know, booze stores don't just sell blow on the side. <laughs> well, maybe they booze. Will, <laughs> if there's money in it, the government will do it. You got to so. think the alcohol lobby here, like Budweiser and these Anheuser-Busch, probably supports cocaine, like, use because it sells more beers and alcohol. For sure. Right. You know? I wonder what would happen if people just stopped using cocaine, how much less alcohol would be consumed? I, they'd still make a buck. they make a buck. But yeah. I think it would be a little, little less change in the in the pouch, right. you know. Anyways, fucking today's my 13 years sober. Yeah. What's Congrats, up? I'm a dude. fucking teenager, dude. Yeah. I felt good about that this morning, and then I'm, I'm it's like an awkward age, yeah. you know, like one year's big, five years big, ten's big, twenty, thirty milestones. Yeah. But now I'm just the awkward. Yeah, you're going through that hormonal stage. Uh huh. Hey, I, <laughs> they have all these sayings about you know five years, you know, you're just beginning to think ten years, you know. Well, you know, what did I say? Thirty-six years, I'm still evolving. You know, I'm I'm better at it than I was. Yeah. You know, I go to I, I'm retired now, so I'll, I'll go to a meeting every day. Uh, okay, that was my I, next question: was you still hit meetings consistently, and yeah. and that that program works for you? Oh, it certainly does work for me. And I tell my friends that aren't in the program, I said, well, it's like me going to the Elks Club. I go every day. Right. You know? 
Yeah. I yeah. agree with that. What do you yeah. think about these? Like, I see a lot of people now saying, like, oh, you don't need to go to meetings to get sober, or you can smoke weed and be sober. Like, what's your thoughts on that shit? What, like, if you were going to, like, tell someone that was thinking about changing their life, should they go to meetings, or do you think they could do it another way? Well, I always say, if you go to meetings, I can't smoke pot, you know? Yeah. I mean, it don't, that doesn't work for me. I can't can't speak for you it's none of my business well i'll tell them it's my business yeah. it's my business <laughs> if you're smoking pot and going to meetings yeah, you're yeah. probably not going to stay sober i have a friend he passed away but he was a, a mentor to so many people and he started smoking pot i'm talking probably 30 35 years you know into into sobriety and i saw an incredible change in him and then he started having medical and mental health issues too and he ended up passing but but when i saw him smoking pot you know, and he, he was just hanging around with some guys at the club that thought they could smoke pot. There's a lot of people who think they can. I mean, I, I can't relate to it at all. You know, I never even liked pot anyway, and I was doing all kinds of drugs. But uh, I've been doing it, you know, I started smoking in high school. I, you know, in high school, they had this shitty pot. They'd sell these nickel bags or, you know. I remember the first time I smoked good pot, it was like I... I came off a bus and I was like on another planet, you know. Yeah. <laughs> and I heard, you know... I guess the pot, you know, I have two sons. Well, one of them passed, but they smoke pot. My my one son who passed was always smoking something out in the porch. I used to have a rule in my house. I, I don't want whiskey in my house. And I owned a bar. You know, I don't want whiskey in my house, and I don't want pot. Well, that all fell apart as the kids got older. Yeah. You know, but, I mean, it, it didn't bother me. I mean, I didn't smoke pot, and I didn't drink the whiskey. Well, I would love to change how I feel. Yeah. I don't love pot, but yeah. I'd love to change how I feel because life's fucking stressful. Yeah. But I could tell you that if you think you can stay sober long term and have a happy fucking full life where yeah. you're useful and remembered for good things, yeah. you will be less successful or have less percentage chance of success of that if you are smoking pot. Like, that's the fucking truth. Well, yeah, I like... If you're one of us. Yeah. And even further, like... Why even risk it? Is getting high once in a while worth this full, wonderful, fucking connected life that we have that's successful and large? You know what I mean? I Why like even risk it? When, when he says that the guy who went start smoking after 35 years is... Uh was a mentor to so many people. Fuck that guy. You know what I mean? And then, so, <laughs> so like, people like that, and they're mentoring people, but they're also saying, oh, it's okay to do this. You know what I mean? Like, you're opening a door for somebody else. Like, yeah. If you're going to do it, don't be around nobody else. You know, my They're opinion. like a plague. Yeah. You know what I mean? If you're out there pitching that you could smoke weed and stay sober, you're the fucking bubonic plague, fam. You know what I mean? <laughs> you're going to fuck a lot of people's lives up. This has worked for almost 100 fucking years for a reason. Why are you going to fucking try to change the wheel, bro? The wheel's the wheel, you know? Right. G AA works guaranteed, right? Or your money back, Ned. It worked for me. It works for mo a lot. How many motherfuckers have you seen come up in this bitch and actually change their lives? Many. Put a number on it. Many. Hundreds. Thousands. Thousands. Yeah. yeah. Legit thousands. Thousands. I've seen absolute crackhead scumbags, losers, come in here, build million-dollar lives with connection and wives and children and business and respect in their community and self-respect and self-worth and then like their lives are fucking they're completely different fucking people right completely. And it goes back to like the we're the business owners you know like case in point you know you you had a business before you got sober but you got sober and then you continued to have a successful you got cookbooks out you know yeah. what else what else do you do on the when i opened gypsy cab i i couldn't wear short sleeves my arms were so beat up from... Uh, so you put the hours from in. From smack. 
Yeah. Yeah, same. Coke and smack. Yeah. Smack. Yeah, I've been there too. You know what I mean? <laughs> smack, smack, dude. But either way, yeah. I mean, we're out here fucking living the dream. <laughs> All three of us are sober, I think. You know what I mean? Yeah, don't be looking at me like that, Jeff. I was Jeff looking at Ned. Cl- yeah. I was looking at Ned, <laughs> Yeah, I'm sober as fuck, <laughs> I just went to a widespread panic concert this weekend. And, I, you know, on Friday, I got the news. Uh, I just graduated drug court a, a couple weeks ago. We lost one guy. There were six of us that graduated. One guy died 37 minutes after. So he had a plan. I heard about that. And guy. then yeah. two weeks after, to the day... Um, we lost another guy and this guy was actually sponsoring guys and he was doing a thing, but he was, you know, and that one kind of affected me. It was like, kind of got pissed off. It hurts, obviously, but you know, a lot of emotions, but it's like, right. You just wasted so much, so many people's time. Like if you just wanted to go get, get fucked up, go get fucked up. And then I went to a widespread panic and I'm comfortable being around it. And I went with some sober guys on Saturday on Sunday. I went and, uh, man, I was in the thick of it. I and mean, these guys doing Molly Coke passing acid eating mushrooms drinking and i'm the only one they're like you're an inspiration you're an inspiration yeah. like their face are well, melting those guys off, probably you know? went to work <laughs> monday sober yeah but like if we go to a concert oh, yeah. and do drugs right. i'm gonna end up in like poughkeepsie new york <laughs> yeah. wearing a muumu <laughs> yeah. covered in like burger king you know like that's what will happen that's yeah. exactly yeah. i will be eating burger king only del taco I'll get fucked up. And then, <laughs> yes. so normal people, dope, fucking party. I'm happy with it. Right. But like, with us, it's bad. Right. And I'm vocal about it too. So that was a big thing. Like, I, you know, I got offered many times and the joint came my way. I'm like, no, no, I'm good. I'm sober. And then, like, I had a couple of people come up to me and I was like, oh, man, like, I'm trying to, I kicked it for four months, cold turkey. I was like, you go to meetings? Nah, man. I just wanted to see if I could do it. <laughs> like, here you are again, like, just shit faced, you know? Hey, but, uh, Ned, I got a question for you. You think boner pills are drugs? If you're taking boner pills sober, you think that's a drug? Yeah, it's just a blood pressure thing. Yeah, but I mean, is it like count as a relapse if you're just popping boner pills? Like you're talking about the Viagra? Yeah. No, I don't think it's a relapse. Okay, good. <laughs> okay, cool. Just want to make sure because I'm a big fan of them. You know what I mean? I think for special occasions. It doesn't fuck with your mind. That's a good point. Yeah. Right? I agree with that. Well, I mean, I, I, mean, I have so many drugs I take from my blood pressure. For my hiatal hernia, for my heart, you know, I mean, none of them fuck with my with my with my mind. Yeah, I yeah. get that. I agree. I yeah. honestly think if you're out there and you're sober, take a boner pill. Who gives yeah. a fuck? You know what I mean? Doesn't count. Doesn't count. Right? Yeah. Just as a there you go. Right? Yeah. Boom. Smoke yeah. it. Okay, so I got another question. Okay, yeah. so I was sitting on the couch the other night. My wife and I were watching a movie, and there was these two dudes back in the day called fucking Siskel and Ebert. Don't know who the fuck they were. And now you're old enough. I got a guy here oh, in front of me. Enough. Who the yeah. fuck's Siskel and Ebert? Are they even real people? Or do they just make it up trying to sell movies and shit? Oh, they were movie critics. Yeah, but did you ever meet them? Oh, and I never met them, but oh, I'm not okay. that, that conspiratorial when I didn't think they'd exist. Uh, yeah, okay, roll me one. Just roll it on the floor. Yeah. Boom. No, uh, just surprise me with anything. Oh, that was a bad roll. Okay, good. Awesome. I love it. It's Celsius what is time. It? Celsius? You're what on, you're on blood pressure medication. Oh, yeah. No, you can't really can't It'll fuck you up, Ned. Where are you at, Herschel? We live on these things. <laughs> Herschel is letting them crack one open. We live on these. I this got is... a, late, a late wife that would come back from the dead if I drank that. Oh, no shit. Yeah. Okay, cool. So, anyways, let's hear about some of your fucking story, okay? So, you got sober. You're th- How old are you, Ned? Fuel. 72. So you got sober when you were 36? 36. Okay, so what you're did your life... 72? Yeah. Oh, I, don't, I wouldn't have said that. Okay, so what did your life look like when you were fucking 35? Let's not talk about 36. Let's talk about 35. <laughs> what was your life like? You know, I, the first three years of 
of Gypsy Cab. I was just always either coked up or drunk. I, I was a day drinker, too. You ever accidentally drop some coke in the food on accident? No. <laughs> Would you ever eat it? Like, let's say, like, you were making a pizza and then some cocaine, like, slipped out of your pocket into the fucking thing. I would like, would you have eaten it. the pieces? Yeah, that's a good addict. Were you, did answer, you, like, smoking right? it, snorting it, or... I, I shot it, but mostly okay. snorted it. Yeah, okay, so let me see your nostrils. I'll tell you which nose that you probably did it out of. Hold on. Lift your head up. I'm going to tell you which nose. Hold it's on. It's been a long time, and my nose is pretty stuffed oh. from the skull. You liked using your right nose. <laughs> okay. Did you? <laughs> I don't remember. Okay, because I can <laughs> I can look. I don't remember which nose I Okay, looked. but look at my nose. You could tell which one. It's like an erosion. Like, it's like eating away at the inside. So, like, look. Tell me which nostril you think I did it out of. This one or this one? Well, that one over there, is that the left? Which yeah, this one right here. Yeah, it's bigger. It's yeah. like my vacuum cleaner. Yeah. Right. You know what I mean? It's yeah. our, it's a mine was my left. What you yeah. called my right? That one what's time. the what's the brand? Auric. It's like a fucking Auric vacuum. You know what I mean? A Dyson. Beep. Dyson. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I wish I had a Dyson. I fucked my nose up so bad. You got to think about this. Like, how much money is our noses worth? Like, how much we invested into our noses? How much do you think your nose is worth, Ned? You mean how much did I put up in there? Oh. Hundreds of thousands. Yeah, Oof. and then with inflation, yeah. you know, we're talking a hundred thousand back then. <laughs> yeah. You're t that's a million dollar nose. Yeah, you got a million dollar nose, Ned. And I, I used to, they had a little pay phone. It was before cell phones outside of Gypsy, and I would I would order about <laughs> about ten half grams a night, thinking I'll just do a half a gram. <laughs> and uh, so I, you'd go I, out to the pay phone go, yeah, regularly, thinking, thinking like. The DEA is going to actually tap my phone. Oh, <laughs> yeah. you, so you're dropping nickels in there. Whatever the fuck it was. You're yeah. ch Ned's and then everybody who worked for me, though, oh, good, he's getting coke. He's calling his man. Oh, yeah. He's and, going under the payphone. Yeah, everybody was doing it, you know? Yeah, and honestly, like, I, I, I used to do the same shit. I'd change my voice and shit, or like Star 86, or yeah. Star 67, Star so like 67. they get to private. Yeah. And they're like, yeah, I'd change, I'd change my voice. Yeah, I can bring it. Bring it here now. And, you know, I, I would say it was for someone else. Oh, I'm calling for, you know, Sally. Sally really needs some fucking shit, you know, and just bullshit, right? Yeah. yeah. This was a pretty small town. We we knew all knew each other pretty well. Who was the big big dude in town? There was a big dealer in town, just one guy. He was in charge of it all. Yeah, there was probably a few. I had a few guys. Oh, okay, that's cool. Yeah. Did they ever give you, like, birth? Like, if it was your birthday, would they give you an extra bag? Like, give you a nice deal? Well, they were friends, too. But they yeah. didn't give you, like, a birthday sack or no, something? No, I never got a did birthday. You trade, did you trade dinners out for Coke? Yeah, that's a good one. Oh, yeah. Yeah. I mean, but I remember, the, here's a story. My main guy, the guy I would buy from all week long, I, I'd pay my drug bill, like, on Sunday brunch. He'd come in. You know, I'd give him a few hundred bucks. How much was a half gram? I can't remember. Fuck, Ned. You're oh, fucking 80, me 80, 80, 80 was a gram. 80 was a gram. Okay, yes. fair. Good. Was it good shit? Never. Okay, awful. <laughs> Every once in a while. Okay. You know? And uh, I remember doing some good shit with this guy. He lived in... He was a boat guy. He's dead, so I could say his name. Tom Tredor. It was the best shit I ever snorted in my life. And it was like, you know, and then you chase that high for the rest of your right. life. Yeah, I, there's one. I remember I did this stuff called Peruvian Flake. Yeah. And it was like pasty. And I was yeah. like, ah, oh, this stuff's going to be bunk. And then I did it. And I was like, holy fuck. This is what the movies were talking about, yeah, dude. Yeah, you can't feel your face. Yeah. So anyway, this guy would come in for Sunday brunch. And uh, he back then, I think he'd order Eggs Benedict and iced tea. I think, of course, with tax and everything, maybe it wasn't even five bucks. You know, and I'd give him a few hundred bucks, and I'm saying to myself, right when I was quitting, I go, I might lose this business, you know? I'm giving him a few hundred bucks, you know, every Sunday. And I'm going, I'm not going to get that guy's $5 anymore, you know? <laughs> <laughs> 
I mean, that's how your mind thinks. No, it's insanity. Yeah. Like, right now, I'm starting this new business. And he still came. He was very supportive, actually, when I got clean. Well, now you have a, so- a daughter-in-law from yeah. Columbia, yeah. the source. So, like, <laughs> thank God you're fucking sober. Yeah. Because, you know, now you could go direct. You could bypass yeah. all the middlemen and the stomping of it, and you could have the most fire yayo of your Did you guys used to call it yayo back then, or did you call it gear? Girl, they used to, in this town, oh my the, God. the blacks used to call Coke girl and, and heroin boy. Okay, what well, about, they still do. What else yeah. did you call it? What were the other nicknames for Coke back I then? I just called it Coke. You never called it, you, you just called it girl? Somebody give me some of that white girl? <laughs> girl yeah. yeah, give me that white girl. I remember getting hot, shooting dope with this guy, this black guy in the hood one day. And he's still alive, by the way. Did you guys share needles? Yeah. Oh, you nasty son of a bitch. You're a nasty boy, Ned. You're nasty Ned. That's your new nickname. <laughs> and, and, I'm, and I'm going, he's looking out the window. He's like, yeah. I'm going, what? I go, what the fuck's your problem? You know? He goes, the girl got me nervous. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. The girl I, got yeah. me nervous. I did the I same love thing. That. Yeah. I'm going to start saying that about my thing. wife. I'm be like, what's wrong? I'm like, the girl got me nervous. Because <laughs> you know how it is when you're around your wife and you say something and you're like, oh, shit. Like, did I just say the wrong fucking thing? And you're like waiting for the fucking response. But you're trying to keep eye contact. So like to pretend that you didn't fucking notice that you said the wrong thing. So you can use that as an excuse. I mean, we're all married. Like you're married. You know that that moment, right? When you're about to be in trouble, right? Every day. You know, yeah. I remember uh, <laughs> my, my late wife was a real superstar, actually. And uh, I remember saying to her, I go, exactly when did you get the upper hand here? You know? Oh, it's the day you get married. Ooh. Yeah. The day I married. That, that's, a, that's a slippery slope. Yeah. You, you, you actually said that? did you get that? the upper hand? Yeah. You know? They she all get me, it. You know, even in sobriety, I was kind of, I'm crazy, you know? I remember one time we, we were having an argument, and I, I dropped her off at, uh, her mother worked at the, one of those places, I can't think of the name of it, oh, Ripley's. Oh. I, so I dropped her off at Ripley's, and we had this argument, and I, 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 I have a pistol, and I, I, she was just yelling at me. I put it in my mouth. Oh, you sick son oh, of a bitch. And you were sober? Yeah. I was on my way to my home group, you know, the Sunday morning Oh, you're meeting. about to go to a meeting. And, and at that so... meeting, I declared how well I was doing. <laughs> you, were having no, you knew you were going to a meeting. Okay, wait, wait, wait. No, I, wanna, yeah, I went every Sunday. I want to recap this story. Yeah. This is the funniest story that's yeah. ever been shared yeah. here. Guy, 36 years sober, Ned, legend. He's married to his wife. Three years, four years, get into an argument, take her to Ripley's, believe it or not, to drop her off with her mom, put a gun in your mouth, then go to your meeting and share about how good you're doing. That, <laughs> that is exactly how I, I live. You and I are brothers. That is me. I will think yeah. about driving off that yeah. Volano Bridge. Yeah. You know that Volano Bridge? I'll be so desperate. I'll be like, oh my God, I'm just going to drive off the bridge. And I'll go to my meeting. Oh, yeah, man, we're good here. Everything's fucking happy. <laughs> fucking good shit. <laughs> bullshit. Right. Bullshit. Yeah. Yeah. If you're bullshitting, it's okay, man. Fake it till you fucking make yeah, it, yeah. dude. You got to think your way into uh, whatever, dude. Fuck yeah, it. Yeah. Something like that. What kind of gun was it? She's like, pull the trigger, you pussy. Yeah. You know? Yeah. <laughs> Ned, yeah. well, you're sick. Yeah. I like it. Yeah, well, what are you going to do? The girls got me nervous, yeah, man. The girls got me nervous. <laughs> <laughs> I'll yeah. never forget that guy. Oh, God. And he's dead now? No, I don't think he is. I want to find him. Yeah. Oh, God. You what think we winner. can find him and have him on? He could be found. 
Okay. He, he, I, 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 don't, I don't think he's in recovery. I, yeah, I, well, that's better. He'd be, he'd, the, girl, the girl would get him kind of nervous, too. That's cool. I mean, yeah. That's cool. We're actually, I heard he's pretty sick, too. I mean, we, when, we're, when we're bored, sometimes we're waiting for somebody to walk by outside, which is a good area, and we're going to you yeah. know, give him a 20 spot or you know, a bush light or something. Yeah. One of the things we want to do here, like we're going to do, we're going to build a Jeopardy set, and uh -huh. we're going to do like drunk people yeah. versus sober people Jeopardy. Yeah. And then we're going to do like a sober bowl. So like next year for the Super Bowl, we're going to get a drunk football team and then a sober football team and have them play football against each other, yeah. right? And then so we're just going to like show some, I think drunk people will win some sports. I think they're going to win some questions. And I just want to, we're also going to get a midget here. Yeah. That was my next thing, yeah. Did you, did you, did the midget, Magic said just back. He said no. No, he did. He responded last night. Yeah, he responded. So the we we found a midget from Orlando. He's a really a fun guy. Town. Remember the guy delivered for uh, for Domino's. For Domino's. Oh, is, is he really a midget? He works for the city now. Yeah, and, then, and he had a twin. I, thought was, I thought he was just short. And he worked for. Uh, <laughs> he, he was a twin midget. Yeah, oh, yeah, and, and his brother worked for uh, the Oasis. Oh, that one. Yeah. You know Hoover. Uh, yeah. Yeah. Hoover. He's a midget? Yeah. yeah. Oh, uh, twin yeah. midgets. That's yeah, rare. Yeah, before you, you, you might not have been alive when when Carmelo's was, uh, you, he was, was your his... teacher, the Shell Station, Connor Shell. Yep, yep. And uh, there was a little guy named Shorty would hang around there. Oh, really? Yeah, we got to find those. Dude, yeah. a twin midget. Yeah. Were they identical or fraternal? Well, I got them mixed up. Okay, that's good. Yeah, yeah so it's understandable. <laughs> I mean, honestly, I think, I think one of them should... was really pissed off all the time. I forget which one. <laughs> they yeah. got a complex. Do you think midgets get man. discounts on tattoos? Like yeah. these are things I want to know. <laughs> like it's a smaller tattoo, so it's less work, less yeah. ink. Do you get a better deal? Yeah. Right. If you're doing coke as a midget, like I want to pay a midget to smoke crack. Like I really want to see a midget smoke crack. Just to see how wild it gets, you know what I mean? Like the like, like a like a cartoon. It would, I feel like it'd be like like with Yosemite Sam. Yeah, we should get him girls to dress up like Yosemite nervous. Sam. <laughs> the girls making me nervous. Right? I mean, do you think that like let's say we bought some coke for the midget and then had it here for him, and then the cops rolled up and we were like, look, this is just a prop. Like it's for the show, for science. Like, would we get in trouble? We probably would. We probably would. If a cop would bother to pull in here. Yeah, probably yeah. would. We can't be letting that. He happen. was bored that day. Yes. Yeah, but we can get him drunk. We can get him you know, drunk. We can get him drunk. You know, and get a breathalyzer and see how quick. Yeah, we want to see how fast a midget gets drunk. You know what I mean? That's fair. Then you'd have to answer to the uh, midget lobby. Yeah, it's okay. <laughs> you know, we'll, we'll have a law. <laughs> Is there one of those? There's a lobby for everybody. Oh, yeah. Well, I want to be, I want to meet them. Yeah. You know what I mean? Cause I'm like the exact opposite. I'm like the fucking, you know, they, there's no tall people lobby. They would have yeah. invited me in it. Yeah. Right. But I'd be like, Hey, like I can be your spokesperson. Honestly, if I pulled up to work one day and there was a group out there protesting and their midgets, we would, I'd get Tyler and be like, let's fire up the cameras. dude." Yeah. Okay. Ned, have you done a lot of traveling? Like what's your passion now that you got sober? You know, I, I, I don't travel much. Why not? I, I did some traveling in my day, but, uh, when I was younger, before I got sober, I drifted around the country and worked. Because I was a cook. I was marketable. Did you ever work for a carnival? No. Oh, fuck. We want to interview a carny. So yeah. I thought that would be like a good segue. Like we got two for one here, yeah. you know? Mm -hmm. But, dude, carnies are just super interesting people. Probably the old days they were. Yeah, yeah. you got to talk in the mic or else it's not yeah. going to catch you. Okay, yeah. No, yeah, but the I old think... days. I remember uh, when I first came to town, me and my first wife, we, uh, we grew pot. And, uh, you grew it out in Six Mile Creek, and we had to move it. We moved it to Hilltop, and this guy, John Donovan, he's probably way dead, and he was a carny, you know. He grew herbs. 
he let us move our pot to his yard. How much were you growing? I don't know. We got divorced, and she kept the pot. I kept the restaurant. She kept the house and the pot. Oh, oh you, that's you nice. Want. I mean, there was some, there was some big buds there. You yeah, know? yeah. Because huh? we, where we lived in Ohio, a lot of people grew that, that Hawaiian seed sense of me. You know, and I have friends that still grow it. Oh right? wow. You know. Oh, that's probably a fire. Yeah. I love the pot industry. Yeah, I I want to I want to grow. Yeah, bo- mar- I really do. I want to yeah. grow marijuana bonsai trees. Yeah. Like a little bonsai tree with just like buds, and then you could be like having a stressful day at work on your computer, and you can just pick one, fucking smoke it from like farm to table. You know what I mean? <laughs> <laughs> right. Yeah. I, I I love bonsai trees. I love w- the way that weed looks. Like it's I love like, the way it smells. I do. I I still like and the way I, it honestly, smells. Honestly, I think yeah. that um, you know, I think that our generation like made this happen. Like I remember growing up and being like, I just want the world to smell like this. I just want the world to smell like this, and now it does. Yeah, honestly, great I, smell. yeah, same. I mean, like, I the amphitheater really... was it, the whole. It was a cloud of it, and I was like, I just want to fall asleep here. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> like yeah. I said too, and I don't. I never even liked it, but I love the smell. I like. We have a. I have a stepson. Herschel has a, a stepbrother um, that has his own pot room in a medical marijuana in uh, Maryland. You know, and he's not even a big pothead. Yeah, but, you know Jesse, and he's really proud of it. You know, every once in a while he goes. Oh, man, this, they they keep bringing me these seeds, and I tell them it's going to mold, you know? Oh, he's, he's so a scientist. Now, yeah. And now when I talk to him, I go, how's your crop, man? He goes, you know, because he does several a year. He goes, I goes, did it mold? He goes, no, it didn't mold this time, you know? Oh, uh, so he's got it down to a science. That's pretty yeah. cool. That's Hold on, dude. I had a big old fucking Celsius burp there. Yeah. I wanted to swollow it back that's so I could bi- keep that's that That's got a long ways to travel to you. I know it is. It's a long fucking How does it feel? When, when, when you start to burp, is it like, can you feel it down here? And I don't then... know. Do you wonder? I have a bigger tongue than you, like a longer tongue because yeah. I'm taller. Do you think I get more flavor? Do you think I have like a better flavor, like, you know, like receptor? Mm. Mm. Probably. It probably makes up for you being colorblind. I know. It's true. Probably all the color comes. Are you really colorblind? To, I'm fucking severely you believe colorblind. that? You look at this place in here and you walk in and this is his brain. This is Jeff's brain is we're sitting in. Is it just some colors? Or? No. Oh, yeah, it's some colors, but like for the most part. Like I didn't know like a green light on a green on a light was green until like maybe like six years ago. I never saw it, you know? It just right. looks clear. Yeah. Looks like I, clear we went and bought paint. And I would, so going to Home Depot trying to buy paint with a colorblind person is yeah. an adventure. For yeah. sure. <laughs> you know, usually just stop a, like an older woman and be like, what do you think of this? And then she'll Yeah, because I know, you know, I mean, I know colors, so but fuck me, right? You know, yeah. <laughs> we need a woman involved. You need like a grandma, you know? I saw a good movie last night. <laughs> what movie? The Boston Strangler on Hulu. Oh, I saw and, that. Okay. And it was kind of like uh, black and white. Yeah. Did you notice that? Yep. You know, and they had a little color in it. Mm-hmm. It was. I thought it was real done. Did you like? You think it? it was done by a by a colorblind person? No, I think it was just the, their choice of making that movie oh, okay. that shade. Yeah, you know? Boston Strangler. Yeah. Okay, cool. So let me ask you a question. Right, who's your favorite like famous person? Like old time, new time doesn't fucking matter. Who's your favorite new person? Like sober, like you know, not even sober, just fucking celebrity. Who's your favorite celebrity? You know, we were talking about it. Uh, and I can't think of his name. That's what happens when you're my age. You just can't remember names. Russell Brand, Bradley Cooper, Russell Crowe. I like Crow. Bradley Cooper, but, I mean, I got older guys that are, like, I love watching. Like John Wayne? No, nah, I wasn't a big John Wayne <laughs> What about, Wayne like, guy. Tom Hanks? I like Tom Hanks. Okay, Tom Hanks is yeah. good. 
What if Tom Hanks rolled up in here right now and was like, hey, Ned, let's smoke a fucking blunt, dude? No, I wouldn't do it. You wouldn't do it? Nah. Fuck, dude, with Tom Hanks? Nah, I, I wouldn't give a shit. Okay, that's cool. <laughs> yeah. I respect it. Walter but I was Matthau. To... I loved his acting. What, okay, what about Walter Matthau? He came in here and said, hey, let's smoke a blunt, Ned. Let's it do don't it. matter. I'm not going to smoke a blunt with well, anybody. fuck, Ned. I'm yeah, trying to, like, about, bait like, you what, here. What, he, uh, what, what if he came out with some of that girl? Yeah, what if, what, if, what if Tom Hanks wanted to snort some girl, dude? It don't matter. Oh, <laughs> we thought we could tempt you, man. No, I, I'm past that. Okay, well, I'm fuck. grateful that I am. Yeah. yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. It's not even a bubble in my head. Right. That like, don't mean that it, it, it might not show up there if I ain't doing right. Yeah, you put another gun you know, in That's my mouth. belief system. <laughs> what if you didn't inhale? You just pretended, and then you just passed it back and forth with Tom yeah. Hanks, and you just didn't I would inhale. hope these guys, well, first of all, Walter Matthau's dead, you know? Yeah, and Bruce Willis I like a lot, and he he's very sick. I heard. Yeah, he's had other problems. Yeah, and he he's I I really enjoy him. Okay. Yeah. All right. Well, fuck it, dude. I'm gonna... a movie guy. I mean, yeah. You know. What's your favorite movie? Well, uh, uh, Charlie Verrick's one of them. I, I have a lot of favorite movies that okay. I watch over and over. I watched that uh, movie with, uh, you know, what was it last night in Hollywood? With uh, uh, Once Upon a Time in Hollywood. I, I watched that again last night. Oh, that's good. Yeah. I used to watch this movie called Rock and Rolla when I was high. Yeah. I'd be all, I'd be like hitting smack, and I'd watch this movie like three times a day. Yeah. It was with Gerard Butler, Tom Hardy, a lot of like. I like Tom guy. Hardy. Tom Hardy's sober. Yeah. You know that? He's a 15 year sober. I like sober. Tom Hardy a lot. Solid guy. Yeah. But um, yeah, so I'd watch this movie. It's like, it's about like the underworld of London, about like how all these bribes and shit go on. Yeah. And I would just be sitting there, smacked out of my mind, watching Rock and Rolla. Yeah. And it brings back memories. Now I feel dirty and, and grimy right now. <laughs> you know what I mean? Could you watch the movie now? Oh, I, I have. Yeah. I would watch it more I frequently. I think it was on. I looked. I don't think I've ever heard. Rock and Roller was on recently. It was by Guy Ritchie. Guy Ritchie movie. Okay. He makes. He made. Snatch. I like Guy Ritchie shit. Man. Yeah, Guy Ritchie's great. Great director. Was he, is he married to Madonna or was? Uh, probably was. Yeah, I think Madonna's. You know, on her freak shit right now. Yeah, yeah. And you she know? freaks me out. She's on her freak shit. Yeah. yeah. So, so you like Snatch. It, I yeah. love Snatch. Great movie. Lock, Stock, Two Smoking Barrels. Great yeah. movie. What's that movie? Yeah, Snatch with Brad Pitt. And he's the fucking gypsy. Uh, he's great, the boxer. Yeah, he's yeah. great, man. I love that accent. Yeah. The whole fucking movie. Fantastic. Yeah. Okay, but back to it. Let's talk about some other shit. So you were 35 years old. How how dark was your life before you got sober? It was pretty dark. I was living with... Uh, was I married yet? To my second wife, I think I was. Okay, I mean we were together, so yeah, and uh, it was dark. I mean, everybody who worked for me was just, as, especially in the kitchen, was just as fucking crazy as me. They were cutting and burning each other, <laughs> you know. Tight, okay. Yeah. And then I mean, what else? I very did... seldom would I not close the bars. I'd go to remember opening like Scarlet's, you know, happy hour, and and like all of a sudden it's like they're they're closing, you know. You know, it was a lot of that. Yeah, it was dark. So why'd you get sober then, dude? It was too dark. It was too dark. Got you it. know what I mean? I mean, I, I made, I made, the third attempt, I, 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 it worked. The first attempt, I had just, uh, I think it was eighty-five, because my father had died not long afterwards. I, I had like destroyed my house. I was living, I was living on Car, Carver Street, you know. With, oh yeah. And uh, I just, I was in a blackout, and I came home. I was living with my. I'm not second sure we, wife or girlfriend. Yeah, my second wife, uh, girlfriend, and she had two great kids that I'm still very close to. And uh, 
I just leveled the house. I Did, just destroyed um, it. With like a sledgehammer? Or no, what? I, I don't know. I just threw shit and just. Okay, you know. so then who did you? How do you? Did, how did they, you get help? Did you call yeah. the AA hotline or someone rehab? suggested that I talk to these two gals, and I thought it was their business, and I offered them money. But you know, one of them, uh, they were partners, like a, and one of them was in the program, and one of them grew up around the drunk, and they they told me to go to way out. It was a meeting back then. Back then, it was Wednesday nights, I think. So I went to my first AA meeting thinking, you know, I don't know what the hell I'm doing here. Look at all these people that are so happy and shit, you know. And uh, it didn't last. Did you put quarters in the basket back then or full dollars? Like, how did that work? Did people it put was, quarters it was, in? I think it was dollars. Because inflation, you know what I mean? Like, a dollar back then was like four today, you know? Yeah. So I'm no, just thinking. It was, it was I didn't think about it, but it was probably dollars. I would put quarters in. I'm a cheap son of a yeah. bitch. You know what I mean? <laughs> and that lasted. Then my father died. I remember getting, you know, drinking, you know, because he was, you know, we were burying him. And then that was uh, February. And then I think by, by Easter that time, I went to my first N.A. meeting, you know. And I saw some friends there, you know. Some guys you used to buy yeah, girlfriends? Yeah, yeah, I know, you know. Okay, cool. And, uh, and my one guy said, you know, he just got out of long-term treatment. And he goes, man, this is the longest I've ever been straight, you know. And he, he went to high school near where I did in Jersey. So, I mean, that got me kind of excited. That was a Thursday night meeting in N.A. And then, like, Sunday was uh, Palm Sunday, which is a big trade Wednesday, you know. So Sunday, one of my friends came in. We did some coke. We did some acid. And I got drunk, you know. Coke and acid sounds awful. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Sounds amazing. So, actually, I loved acid and... Hallucinogenics Same. and coke and coke always ruined it. Did you ever fight your dad? Like, you ever get in a fist fight with your dad? Not quite. One time he slapped me. You know, when I went, you know, I was young and yeah. he laughed and slapped me. You know what I mean? But I remember one time, I, I, you know, I was violent. I didn't hurt him or nothing, but it was terrible. Yeah. Well, my dad socked me in the face once, yeah. but it happens. Yeah. It's part of the game. It was years ago. I, it's like when you're an asshole, you're going to get put in your place. And who better to do that than your dad? Yeah. So you you had mentioned earlier right outside about something about Cocaine Anonymous and that was I I, how did I don't you end think up, they had that around here. No, they didn't. That's I, ne I had never heard of that. And so you were out in California. You know, the guy who started Tree of Life was my partner, Erwin Carasso, and uh, I had to go out and you know hang out with him for a week for some business stuff, and uh, you know I was in the program. And I heard about a Cocaine's Anonymous meeting, a, a noon meeting. I think it was in a schoolhouse or something. Where was this located? Malibu. Oh, so you were out? You yeah, were I was out. here for the week. Oh, okay. Yeah. And so I went to it. I mean, it was, how, how many people were there? It was, a, you know, like the club. Yeah? Yeah. And two, two of them were, like, famous, you know? That makes sense. And one of them looked pretty rough. Yeah. Yeah, he was in a lot of Clint Eastwood movies. Oh, really? Yeah. Yeah, he yeah, looked really rough. Yeah. I wonder if that meeting's still going on. I don't know. Okay, so let me ask you another question. Yeah. This is a good one. I feel like now with a little bit of time, I mean, even though I go to a meeting, I'm like, ah, I don't have much time. Like, you know you know how it ebbs and flows, right? right? Like, But I could walk into a, like a plate, like a meeting a lot and, you know, kind of gauge where, you know, newer people are at in their program, right? Not just by how they're talking, but like, are they fucking, you know, doing shit outside of the meeting? Like, you know, how's their life looking? Like... Can you, can you, like, when you walk into a meeting now, can you, like, look at, like, a new guy and pretty much tell, like, okay, this guy's, like, got it. He's on a good track. He's going to make it. Like, you got, you got some powers or no? I, I'm always amazed 
some of these newcomers, and I, there's a, the handful that come to that morning meeting I go to, how well they, how you know, well they speak. I I never did speak well, you know, but I I really am, and you know, and they keep coming back, and it's also you see people coming like just coming so raw, and you watch them, and you know the ones who stick with it, you watch all of a sudden they're regular people, you know, they're, yeah. You know, they're healthy. Something clicks. It's like Beauty and the Beast. Yeah, it's great. Uh You know, I've seen it so many times. You know, someone, uh, this older lady uh, picked up a a, a year chip the other, well, maybe it was more than a year. And I remember, I told her, I said, I I remember your first meeting. You know, she was just kind of a straight older lady, you know, around my age. Great lady. And and she she was so rough when she got in, you know. Yeah. And, And she was even in trouble. And she wasn't the kind of person that looked like she'd be in trouble. Got it. You know what I mean? She was in legal trouble. Oh, wow. And, uh, man, she's great. Yeah. She's as solid as she gets. So you never faced any kind of legal trouble or anything like that in your days? Cause you ever I, go to jail? Yeah. That was my question was, yeah. and he had asked you how you were introduced to the rooms. And um, and for you, you had mentioned that somebody kind of, you know, mentioned to try out a meeting. So you weren't facing legal troubles. Like, for me, no. I would have never found out about AA unless I was in trouble. You know, the last like, time I got t- arrested don't was, tell me. was in Athens, Ohio in 1977. <laughs> for five, I, I fired a bartender, and he, he picked a fight with me. And, I, and, and I, you know, I, I knocked so, him out. So it was your restaurant? Did you hit it, knock his tooth out? Right away. You know? His tooth? <laughs> Not his tooth. Oh, but that would be, that was satisfying. And he, he died sober. Oh, know? really? Yeah, yeah, he got sober. So you knocked him clean I mean, and sober, seconds, probably. But, but right after that, it was St. Paddy's Day. Two cops, <laughs> they beat the piss out of me. Oh, no shit. And I wasn't even, you know, I, I wasn't even, I didn't do nothing. Where'd of you, course. Where'd you used to, <laughs> so where did, you used to, where did you used to hide your Coke in your car when you were driving? Where would you hide your Coke? In his nose. <laughs> it didn't matter. No one was checking. You didn't have a secret spot? No. Yeah, favorite could, spot? No, nothing consistent. Did you carry a little bullet? You those, know those little bullets those, that like, no, you could those twist? Little, those little stupid little vials. Oh, you just had the vials. Yeah. You ever get pulled over with Coke on you and you, they never found I got it? pulled over in Columbus, Ohio. I had Coke. I was drunk. I had no license. I was oh, no my, shit. I was with my girlfriend. You have a firearm on you? Huh? Did you have a gun, too? I had a gun. Oh, Tight. wow. All the above, and the cops just <laughs> let me go. Oh, yeah. That's I mean, they didn't yeah. see the gun, the dope, or nothing, but I was drunk, and I had no license. You know? Oh, wow. Wow. Yeah. yeah, and I was on my way to a Vassar Clements concert, you know? And you're telling me all kinds of names I've never even heard of. Before. Yeah, yeah he's a musician. Sounds like Chinese. <laughs> yeah. Sounds like Chinese. But, yeah, dude, well, fucking now you're fucking 36 years sober. Yeah. You're, you know, a legend in the fucking community yeah. here. You built a dope-ass life. Let me ask you a real question. Do you think you could have built this fucking dope-ass life had you have not gotten sober? No, I'd be dead. Yeah, I agree. I'd be dead. I mean, especially the drugs that are out now. I wouldn't have even made it to the drugs they got out now. Yeah. You know what I mean? No, I was pretty volatile. Yeah. Yeah. So if you're out there and you're thinking, fuck, I can't even see myself being alive you know 10 years out 20 years out you should probably get fucking sober you know what i mean you I know, probably so, get sober. I, if you're in that stage like i was i could care less if i died you yeah know what i mean i didn't either yeah i was right. like just one more yeah. party yeah one yeah. more party you know plus i was younger so i was invincible i used to i used to say i could fight to the death with everybody in my kitchen if they fuck with me <laughs> <laughs> oh, did you have a knife in your hand when you said that yeah i just i said it to myself i go oh yeah and, and then i'd say it in meetings too you know i thought yeah. i could fight everybody here to the death 
<laughs> There's no problem. You know, now if I like look cross-eyed at somebody, I'll have a stroke, you know. I'm gonna start looking at people like that. Like yeah. if somebody like challenges, I will fight you to the death. Yeah. You know? Yeah. That's like such a lost phrase. Yeah. Like it was like Roman times and yeah, it you worked. Gotta be careful though, they might take you up on it. Yeah, but I mean at the end of the day, <laughs> like it's always it's not the biggest son of a bitch that wins, it's the craziest son yeah. of a bitch. Always. Yeah. Always the always. craziest son of a There's bitch. There's a guy that used to work for my dad. He told me, he said, if you're getting a fight with somebody, just like are you about to just take your shirt off, take your pants off? Do it all, yeah. And it just look crazy, you know. Yeah. And, I think and about most that. likely, they will not even fuck with you. Well, I think about if I ever get like burglarized by like a, you know a bunch of people coming in, I'm just gonna get naked, and no one wants to fight a naked person, <laughs> yeah. right? If you want to fight a naked person, especially in front of your homies, like something's off with yeah, you. Yeah. So like you you run into this moral ego conflict where you're like, do I fight this big naked guy right now or not? Or we just yeah like, dance around the fact that he's six foot eight, you too. know, six foot eight naked guy. Like, yeah, and then, and then what I do, I get I get even weirder, and I would just tuck it, and I'd like walk around with like a mangina. And I'd be like, what? You guys want to go? You want to go? <laughs> you know? This is a sick idea that goes off in my head. Yes. You know? It's but an equal what? opportunity brain, ain't it? Right? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Just one of the I like thoughts. that. Yeah. yeah. We're gonna start, I'm going to start using that you one. You know? Yeah. Equal opportunity brain. But yeah. either way, man, you're fucking sober. Thanks for coming on the fucking podcast. Um, what advice do you got? If someone out there is normal, they you because you you know this. When we're when we're out there fucking trucking along, I I got sober at 23, but I knew I had a problem around like 18, 19. I knew I was different. Yeah. I knew I just took it too far, but I didn't want to talk about it publicly because I was just like, I don't know who the fuck to talk about it to. Yeah. But now, so let's say someone's out there and they know they're different. They know that their nose is like a Hoover vacuum or that they're drinking more beers and, you know, they're meeting their dealers on Sundays, right? Palm what would Sundays. you tell them? What would you tell them about how to get sober? You know, the exact I, way. Not what worked for you. Just like you got to give them one direction to save their fucking life right now. Boom. What are they going to do? If you're, I, you know, I'd say if you're interested, man, I go to these meetings. Mm -hmm. You know, if you want, anytime you want to help or anything like that, give me a call. You know, it, it, it's only when people are ready. And even then, that only work. Well, I feel like I would have been ready had I met cool, sober people yeah. earlier. 23, man. That's like winning the lottery. I don't, you guys are young. That's great. Yeah, I was yeah. 33. Yeah. Yeah. But also, then I think about all the, like, I see guys coming in getting sober at 50. I'm like, dude, he got to drink so much. Like, he got to, like, have such a good time. Like, I didn't get to go, like, fly first class and, like, get fucking blacked out in first class. Like, I didn't get to go, like, on these cruises and get all blacked out. I didn't get to go to the Caribbean and get blacked out. Like, I, there's a lot of, like, places I really wish I would have been blacked out at, you know? Might have never made it back. Right, but yeah. now I get to enjoy him sober. Now you can enjoy him sober. Yeah, but yeah, still there are times. You know, like I could see people doing like like dancing all fucking weird at like the pools and shit, and like you know, yeah, whatever, dude. There it is. I used to dance a lot. I thought I was such a good dancer, and I played the harmonica. I haven't played the harmonica since I got sober. We will get you a harmonica. Yeah, yeah. I want to I wanna hear you play yeah. the harmonica. Christmas gift idea. I'm in, I was Heard in San that? Francisco. I played on the street for, for Write change. Write that down, Hirsch. You played... Harmonica for change. Yeah, and then, change. Did you used to listen to Jimi Hendrix? I like Jimi Hendrix. Okay. We, I, a few years after that, I uh, went back there, and my friend had a painting business in, in Haight-Ashbury, and he was really painting some, you know, all them different colors and shit. And I, <laughs> I went to... He doesn't to, know. Uh, <laughs> I know. Uh, yeah, right. I know. I went to work for him for a week, and I was always on acid when I was working for him. I, like, ruined this whole corner. You know, I was the worst painter in the world, and... 
to this day, he won't answer my calls if I want to make amends to him, you know? Oh, no shit. <laughs> yeah, not, for it. other reasons, Yeah, too. yeah. Oh, oh, so I want to hear yeah. the other reasons. Yeah, nah. <laughs> His wife was involved. Oh, okay. oh, oh Ned. Ned. Nasty Ned. Nasty Ned. <laughs> Sharing needles and fucking other dudes' wives, yeah. man. <laughs> fucking nasty Ned. I love you, Ned. Uh, and you got a cookbook now. And I got man. a cookbook. Yeah, that so, wasn't mentioned in the, any recipes. What like you got like you got like <laughs> I know you got any meatloaf in there? Like what kind of food is in that cookbook? It loves stuff. You teach people how to make crack in the no, cookbook. I, I don't know. My mom has that oh, cookbook. Okay. But you know, I just watched Snowfall. Snowfall. Did you see that? No. What is that? Yeah, it was a series. I guess on FX. I've never watched it before, and I just watched the whole thing. And it was like how the CIA brought crack coke oh, yeah. into the country, and this one guy created this one guy in the hood created this the crack industry you know yeah it makes sense what it, an innovator you yeah. know what i mean he really he really innovated it and it ended it, it ended I, I don't know if they're gonna have another season or what but it was really well done and you know and, and everybody you hated everybody just about in the movie you know except this one mexican guy i kind of liked him you know <laughs> why because yeah. he was mexican no, no, just his character. Yeah. That's yeah. one thing I miss about, like, I love Florida. I yeah. love living here. I love the people here. I love the grocery store. I love the neighborhoods. I love the prices. Yeah. I love the beaches better. Everything's better here, but I wish that there was more Mexicans in Florida. Uh-huh. Right? Because well, if you go south, you'll see a lot of Cubans. Cubans and stuff, but Mexicans have bit the best food, right? I love Mexican food. And also just, like, from, like, a business perspective, it's just, like, Mexicans just, like, are the most, like, honest, hard workers, you yeah, know? there's a new fruit stand across from the club. You see that? Yeah, I've, I've I, seen I that. I go there almost every day. Yeah, it's good. Some stuff. Like he's new, so is a Mexican guy. He's Mexican. Oh, yeah. great. Yeah. Okay. Pasqual. Pasqual and his sons. I'll go yeah. there. Yeah. In fact, I got to pick up a pineapple on the way home. Okay. Just yeah. one pineapple. One, maybe two. <laughs> <laughs> two. Just and he always has he always has poblano peppers, and I roast them. Yeah. You know, he can't. He probably can't figure out why. Like every day, I buy like eight poblano peppers. And yeah. Why don't you just buy more? So yeah. do you still have a restaurant, Ned? <laughs> no. Dude, I need a food truck to come here for our grand opening party. Yeah. I want to get a there, food there, truck. There, there's some. We could hook you up. Yeah. So what okay. happened to um Southside Kitchen? You don't. You're not owning that. You don't. Nets? No, I sold that a while ago. Oh, really? Yeah, I wasn't aware of that. It's five years. Oh, wow. Yeah, I love that. His place. cousin owns a place called Black Molly. Yeah, been there. I like Black Molly. Yeah, Black they, Molly's They're good. building a new one. Yeah, that's your are. cousin. Yeah, Jason. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They do a good job. Yeah, he does. He's done really well for himself. Yeah. How and many? His, got... his wife's like a no, vice he's not, principal. He's not married. He's got a husband. So, yeah, oh, really? His business partner is the one that does the kitchen. Oh, okay. So Jason, their part. Jason's like the brains behind I, it. I don't and know then, him. Yeah, I know he's the like other front guy, house because yeah. they came from Carabas. Carabas. Right? Yeah. How many sponsees you got? Uh, really, not many. Like two, four. Well, a lot of people say ask me to sponsor them, and you never say no. Yeah, but they don't call you. No, I got I like ten guys that probably say Jeff's their sponsor, but like three dudes call. Yeah. Right. Okay. What's the most fucked up thing you've ever heard on someone's fifth step? But you don't. You don't have to say who they are. Just what yeah. the thing is. I, I, no, I can't think of anything. You can't think of anything? Yeah. I thought there'd be like a that's murder a story on that's there. That's a good sponsor answer right there. Yeah. I, mean, I remember one guy. I don't, yeah, I don't think he ever really went. He may, might have went to a couple of meetings. He worked for me. His, his brother was a good friend of mine. Passed away. <laughs> I remember. He was washing dishes for me. And he, he had just murdered somebody in New Mexico and got away with it. Oh, wow. Oh, no shit. Yeah. Was he proud of it? He kind of was proud of it. What a sick yeah. bitch. Yeah. How did you, that conversation come up? He yeah. just like was he like washing dishes it. and he was oh, like, yeah. I killed a guy in New Mexico. Yeah. Yeah. Just well, like that. And he was kind of on the lamb, but not for that, you know? 
And, and you still hired him. Well, I hired him, and I was <laughs> glad when he left. <laughs> you know, so. Okay, but yeah. that's one of the guys you could have fought to the death. Like, I think I think now I... <laughs> I would have had to surprise him. I know yeah. your psyche now. Like, you want to hire badasses because you want to, like, you're like, I could fight this guy yeah. to the death. You yeah. only want to hire yeah. fucking badasses. Right. You know? That's what it sounds like. Well, you're I got kitchen. a friend. He's in jail right now, and he's huge. He calls me his dad, and I go, well, I'm going to bring him with me. And then all of a sudden, I go, I can't let him get in more trouble. <laughs> you yeah. Know? Yeah, but, it's true. Yeah. All right. Well, shit face sober. We out here, Ned. Good for fucking Thanks coming, so. yeah, dude. Ned. Thank you. Thank we'll you. have you Thank again, you. bro. All right. Peace. Okay.